What's up, everybody? You are now tuned into the So Dope Podcast, and I am your host, Alex Chadwick. What is going on, everybody? What is going on? What is going on? Man, it feels good to be back in the pod studio. I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. It's been uh, it's been a, a a roller coaster of a couple of weeks, and you know, mostly personally and like just in the world. Period. You know what I mean? But anyways, um, I'm gonna get right into this, man. You know, racial uh conversations and social injustice and police brutality and racism all this stuff is consistently coming up in conversation um i want to address something that um you know i continuously see in conversations uh whether it be when i'm talking directly to people or if i'm on social media having correspondence with people this is something that that always comes up um, and I think you've seen the title of this. I think I named, I want to think I named this, uh, this particular episode, the worst thing a white person can do to defend themselves. And you may say defend themselves against what? Now, I think one of the worst things being called is a racist, right? One of the worst things being called is a racist. And, you know, for white, for white people being called a racist is not good. Right. And here's the thing. I don't agree with people calling people racist because they have a different point of view than you. That seems somewhat of, uh, of the culture that you're seeing today with the cancel culture. And you have people on different sides of the argument of an argument or, or an issue. And if you're not down with them, you know, you know, if you're not a liberal or you don't agree with liberal principles, basically, if you if you have conservative principles, then you are deemed a um, a racist. Right. So, um, you know, it's like it's like this. It's like if someone wants to call me a terrorist because I'm Muslim, you know, I'm just not for that. Um, so for me, I would ask a person to to prove it. You know, I'm not. You can call me if you think, you know, if you're guilty by association, then you need to be. In, you need to understand that you need to ask the person, well, can you prove it? Can you prove that I'm that I'm racist? Can you prove especially can you prove that I'm a terrorist? Right. Can you do that? Because I haven't done anything that was terrorist in nature ever. So um, I think it's important to know, you know, when this issue comes up. And, and I think this episode, I want to say this episode is strictly for uh, white people, my white maybe friends or coworkers, colleagues, uh, neighbors, anybody that's listening that's white. This episode is primarily for you. However, for people of color. And people who may be on um, <clears throat> different side of demographics, per se, you know, uh, hopefully there's something in here that I'm talking about is for you as well. Like you got to understand that just because a person is a Republican, that don't mean that they're racist. Right. And I can get into the to the technical definition of what a racist is, but let's just let's just leave it like it is. Right. And 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 I think actually that's not leave it the way it is. Um you know, if you're calling a person a racist, that means that person does not like that person based solely on their skin color or they do something harmful to that person or they treat that person. Uh, they discriminate against that person Bailey uh, solely based on their skin color. Right. Now, here's the thing. I know that all white people are not racist. I know that for a fact. However, many that are not racist are being called racist. That, that's the truth, right? Uh, for some time having, let's like I said, the conservative viewpoint. 
Now, I myself actually have some conservative view, viewpoints, but does that mean that I'm a racist? Because I have some conservative viewpoints as well. Um, or I might agree with something that's more conservative than you and you agree with something that's more liberal. Does that make me a racist? Well, for me personally, as a black person, they don't call black people who have conservative views racist. Um, in some circles and in some platforms, they like to call us coons and Uncle Toms, right? So they have names for us, too, that like to lean towards the conservative views at times. Um, but 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 here's the here's the thing, like based on the title, the worst thing that a white person can do when they're called racist or somebody is implying that they're racist is to say that, well, I have black friends. My neighbors are black. My children are half black. I got coworkers that I work with that are black. I go to happy hour with black people like that to me, in my opinion, is that's not a good way to respond. Right. In my and this is my opinion. This is my perspective. Y'all. I don't want y'all to sit up here and think like this is like the manual of, of what of of what not to do as a white person. Right. I'm just telling you based on experience, like even myself, when somebody says that it truly turns me off. It really does. Um, you know, because it, it falls, you know, it, it's hard to explain, but I just don't, you know, it's like when people say, I don't see color. I got black friends. I got to have black daughter or whatever. You know, it just, it turns me off. And I think it's one of the worst things you can do when you're, when somebody is implying that you're racist, right? Or saying that you're racist. For me, like I said, you got to prove it. You got to prove that I've, that I've done something that labels me a racist, and some people will try that. They will try to do that. So when you say that, you know, understand that there's that there's still business. When you say something like that, or you respond in that manner, where you know, I want you to understand that there are still racist. Let's say, for example, business owners that still serve people of color and black people to this day, right? But when you respond like that, it literally, in my opinion, my experience, my perspective, right, um, it falls on deaf ears. And deaf hearts, because it falls under that umbrella of what what's called that performative activism. Right. It's called that performative activism. And it's like it's more like when people say it, regardless of if they mean it that way, the impact is seen as that person is looking for like some kind of social clout or something like that. Right. Like it's too overly explained as there's too much of a of an explanation. So it, it falls on deaf ears because, you know, it's not about what you say. It's about what you do. Right. You may not be a racist, but you but you may be harming. I'm sorry. Or you may be harboring um, an implicit bias towards a person, a group that even though you may call your friends or somebody that's close to you. Right. So even though you say you're not racist and, and I don't like to use the, the, the racist, I don't like to use the word racist towards people, honestly. But I'm pretty smart enough to know that. Um, that, that implicit bias is real. So even though you hang out with black friends, you might have black neighbors, you might have black coworkers, that doesn't mean that you don't have an implicit bias towards certain, um, individuals or certain groups of demographics of people. And it's, and it's up to you to explore that implicit bias, because what happens is when people feel that way, when they say, I don't see color, I got black friends, yada, yada, yada. 
and then somebody challenges something in them, let's say they don't call them racist, but they're challenging the bias, then a lot of times those people get upset. They get upset, you know, and they and they and they they start crying and and all that stuff. They they it's a challenge for them. It's uncomfortable. You know, but they never look at say, do I really harbor these feelings? Do I really think like this? Do I really act like this? Right? So I want to make sure that you guys understand what that is about. And you know, <laughs> There's some white people who cry about and feel bad about the way their friends feel. Right. So if you if you so if you're one of those people that say, I don't see color, I got black friends, you know, I got black neighbors. But and you say you feel really bad about how your friends feel about some social issues or some of the things that you say, or maybe maybe even some of your viewpoints. Right. And that's sincerely your friend. Now, I'm not saying you can't express your viewpoint, but the fact that. um. If they really mean that much to you, then listen to them and shut up. Just shut up. Don't say anything. You know what I mean? Like there's so much rebuttal going on when people are having conversations. Right. So if you are one of those white people or allies or whatever you you call yourself, if you really call those people your friend and you really feel like. What's going on in the world with. This racial stuff and social injustice, all this stuff that's going on. If you really feel that they're your friends and you really, really care about them, then at some point I'm going to encourage you to just shut up. Right. And listen to them. Don't rebut. Just listen. Right. So if someone says if someone says, um, you know, like, man, you know, police brutality is a bad thing. And we've been dealing, you know. And, and people have been dealing with it in this country for a really long time. Don't come back to your friend in a rebuttal and say, well, not all cops are bad. Like, that's not the mo- like we we it is. It is very, very it's a very known fact that we know that all cops are not bad. And we know that all white people are not racist. But at those moments, you got to just be quiet. That is the best thing you can do is just be quiet and defend yourself. Now, I'm not talking about somebody that really feel like they want to get their point of view across because they think that it actually is going to change something. Right. Because those are the people that you just can't convince. They don't give a damn about nobody else's feelings and they're going to continue to do and say whatever they want to say. But if you out here talking about my friends are black. Right. My daughter is half black. My husband is black. And his co-workers are black or whatever. Then if you have those people around you and if you if you're corresponding with them or communicating with them, whether it be in person, on the phone, um, especially on social media, just shut up. Let them let them say what they're going to say. You don't always have to respond to things. Right. I mean, there's so many people. Let me tell you, man, I got people that have some real far right views, in my opinion, that I associate with, that I communicate with. And I've seen some things that they've posted on social media. And I double check my say, you know what? I'm not going to say nothing to them. And I'm sure they felt that way with me. Um, But then that there are times when I do say something. But if you if you looking at it from from one sided perspective, if if, if social justice and racism and all this stuff is is flared up and you really feel that much about your about your your friend, then I just got to be honest. Just listen. That's not enough listening. I just did a video on Facebook today about our founding fathers in the Declaration of Independence. And I'm and I'm just spitting facts, but I'm correlating it to today and the past and everything that we've seen during the 1775, 76, right? It's it still 
has its DNA implanted in what's going on today. So I just want people to listen, like stop talking. Okay. When you say, well, all my friends are white. I mean, all my friends are black. You know, my daughter's black or whatever. My, you know, I go to happy hour with people that are black. That's like, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just, it just turns me off. And, you know, right now on this show, I'm doing this because I want to encourage people to stop doing it. Have a dialogue with someone. You cannot, you know, like the master of the plantation, right? They also had slaves that came into their house, cooked, cleaned for them, even even suckled some of their kids. Some of their kids were breastfed. The white babies were breastfed by the the some of the black um, housewomen at that time. Right. But they was just as racist as this can be. I mean, hell, they go sit on their porch, have a glass of lemonade and see a whole bunch of oppressed people working in and around their house. And they do not. And they and there was they wasn't doing nothing about it. They wasn't doing nothing about it. Of course not. But still, they would say that's equivalent to today. If, if back then they would say, you know, well, you know, I got some some Negroes in the house. Right. I got some Negro slaves in the house. I mean, I mean, that doesn't mean I'm racist. Right. 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 Does it mean I'm racist? Right. I'm kind of being condescending and I'm being real petty, but I think I'm making a square point here. If you're white, your ally, whatever, you know, I don't care if your kids are half black, your husband's black. I don't care if, um, you know, if you got friends that you consider black, that is not a way to respond. If someone's implying that you're racist, if they, a lot of times people are implying that people are racist out of pure ignorance. And because maybe of a, of a, of an opposing viewpoint that someone has, I got a lot of people that I just don't agree with, but I don't call them racist. I can't call them racist, but I can talk about some systems that are racist that maybe uh, they benefit from. Right. But I'm not going to call them racist. So I think it's very important that, you know, people need to understand why it's important not to do that, because that can that can seriously ruin. I mean, depends on. And even if you haven't like if you have a dialogue with someone. And you're trying to talk about some of these issues, right? That can totally derail. I mean, totally derail some 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 healthy and some constructive dialogue that you may have an opportunity to have with that person. So if you're if you're being called a racist or somebody implying that you're racist. One, you need to be educated. This is both people of color and white people. You need to be educated in order to have the dialogue. Because otherwise, you're just going to be spewing stupid stuff back in ignorance and in hate amongst each other. So stop saying your friends are black. My daughter's half black. My husband's black. His co-workers are black. My co-workers are black. It doesn't mean anything. It's about what you do. Right. It's not even really about what you say sometimes, but it's about what you do. Nobody's asking allies and white people to come out save the world. I don't want reparations from you personally. I'm not even blaming you. But don't, you know, perception is some people's reality. And I I would be quick and as I have been in the past, I'm quick to correct people that always say that. It's a turn off for me. You know what I mean? Well, one, I'm not out calling people's ra- people racist, but when people talk saying, "Well, such and such think I'm racist. How can I be racist?" 
when I got a black husband, I got to have black daughter. I got friends that are black, like, like whatever. It doesn't mean any. It doesn't really mean anything. I've given a couple of analogies to try to support that. So no harm. You know, it's not, I don't want to be talking down to people, but I wanted to mention something that is commonly practiced and commonly said by people of non-color when it comes to being challenged. Mostly it's about their biases being challenged, not so much them being a racist or not. It's about them having biases towards certain demographics of people or issues that are continually um, suppressing the advancement of some demographics of people. Right. So that's what I mean. Um, yeah. So like, you know, if you guys want to talk about this more, I think it's interesting and it, you know, I, I want to use my platform for people to do a lot of self-reflection on this. Like even myself, I have to do self-reflection. That's why I make sure I'm cognizant about if I call somebody racist, I'm got some, I got some proof, like some real, real proof. Now, I will say, oh, that person got an implicit bias, like they got a bias against this group of people or that particular person. But I, I reserve the, the 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 racist word for like true what I feel is true racism. Right. And that's just my opinion. That's my perspective. People don't have to agree with this. All right. And one of the things I want you all to know is that, you know, I want I want to make this disclaimer before I get off is that if you are tuning into this particular podcast, folks, understand it might ruffle some people's feathers right which you know i hope that is that i've designed it that way um and that it's going to make people a little uncomfortable right and it's going to make people think and it's going to make people want to know like why the hell i'm getting upset about what he's saying or, or, or i need to go reflect on what he's saying right don't take what i'm saying as like okay this is law and alex jones said blah 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 you know what i mean like like don't 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 do that Pope. don't don't do that just chill just know that this is my perspective this is my platform i try to be as objective as possible and i try not to be as condescending as people may think but i definitely Use this platform for critical thinking and the spark conversation. So before I get off, I always like to end on a positive note. And that is love is real, folks. Find a way to foster unity and love everywhere you are. Do not be afraid to speak up when you see injustice and despair. Seek to find true balance and don't just stay in your box. Talking to people who only validate what you feel and what you believe to grow. We must challenge ourselves. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of the Soul Dope Podcast. Peace.